Welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, and we are now into the second episode of Season 7. It's wonderful. We're all here. Goon, Chief, and Crutch. Chief, how are you, man? I'm wondering why the wind keeps taking out my greenhouse. That's not a good thing. Yeah, you guys have been having some nasty weather down there. It's just very windy. It's amazing. Have you spoken to the folks there and asked if this is typical for January? I have spoken to the folks here, in which they said, grow onions and potatoes instead. So that's, what, <laughs> that's what's on, uh, on track for this weekend. Onions and potatoes. Ooh, that sounds like breakfast yesterday. Those are both easy to grow. I have, I have grown onions and potatoes in the past. Have you now? How are you, Goon? Are you, you're not growing anything I'm right doing, now, are you? I'm not growing anything. Well, I mean, uh, I don't. I don't know. Do you get taller at my age? I guess no, but not. you do get restless in your work. That's true. <laughs> uh, well, my work's my work's coming to an end, so perhaps we'll have some new news in a couple of weeks. That's a whole different kind of restless. <clears throat> yeah, and I haven't like, been to hey, work in four days. I feel wonderful. And and I have given you I have given you a novelette. I'm um, who really? I got yes, a book for you. You for wrote you to a book read for me. <gasps> well, well, it was sort of musings until I went insane. <laughs> so, oh, much speak. like I did. I did my oh, thank you. That is awesome. I have something looking you're, forward you're, to. You're welcome. Is this the kind well, of thing that I could? Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, extract from the current location and maybe provide to other people who would normally not be able to read it. I would think that you could. Yeah, there's nothing. Uh, there's nothing not supposed to super duper secret about it. There's nothing secret squirrel about it. No. <laughs> okay. Trivia question: Secret Service. Uh, secret Service. Secret Squirrel's <laughs> sidekick. Oh. Oh. I hate doing this to you because you brought him up, though. I do not remember. I'm I'm listening to a book on tape right now where he calls uh, the guy calls people that do what we do secret squirrels. Oh, okay. Secret squirrels sidekick's name was Morocco Mole. Yes, I know. How old is this? How old is Secret Squirrel? That's Ooh. a good question. Sixties oh. at least. At least, because it was doo, old doo. when we saw it. Nineteen sixty-five, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it lasted one season, October sixty-five to November sixty-six. The okay. goon was See, four. It's not fair. I have no. <laughs> yeah. I had no chance fair. of ever knowing this. What yeah. were we talking about today that we were surprised that Chief knew about because it was a black and white movie? Oh, 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 oh. Um, let's see. Where was that? We're going right. Bringing it back into the swamp here, okay. Um, do, 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 you do, sure do, it wasn't do. yesterday? Could have been. Could have been. One been. one day rolls into another with, uh, without my pal. Absolutely. Uh, as as much for our president, apparently. Yeah. I thought it was a song we were discussing, not a movie. Yeah, it might have been a song. I I made yeah. a reference to it's black and white. I'm surprised that you knew it. Oh yeah, that's right. Good point. Yeah, but the, well, no, the, maybe the song came from the thing that was black and white. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember. 
Well, you know what, folks, if I can figure it out in my ancient age, uh, I'll put it in the show notes and you can all read it there because, frankly, our brains have gone to mush. Mush. So so do we read your mind. That's all. So do we do politics first? Well, you know, it's kind of like all the rage on the news today. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, So for those of you who might have been living in a hole for the last 48 hours, apparently the... um, the current president of the United States, who used to be vice president of the United States, um, apparently, Drew and Joe, yeah, apparently had um, a few documents with classifications on them in locations that were not necessarily specified for classified lo- documents. And unlike a president, the vice president does not have any authority to declassify, did or Lee. So the thing that I saw was uh, him in his Corvette with the garage door open and a stack of documents in the back. <laughs> and they were asking, are these the documents in question? Now, another thing that I saw that was quite amusing, <laughs> at least to me, was that certain uh, people were saying, oh, the documents were planted. And that narrative was running until he did the live interview to which he said, yeah, I know that they're and I kept them next to my locked garage, but destroying that marriage. This is this is what happens when people try to help you and you don't play along with the game. Exactly. Called By the way, off I, script. yeah, isn't this isn't this uh, Lunchbox Joe, the man of the people? Well, yeah, you know he. Well, yeah, right. I, yeah, so, so yeah. So you said his Corvette. He's talked about it several times. Do um do you have a Corvette? No. Either of you? No. How about you, you chief? I, I don't even have a, a, anything owned by Chevy, so. <laughs> nor, nor, nor do I. Yet, yet he's a man of the people. Well, there yeah. is the argument that his two sons uh, rehabbed it for him. It was a Christmas gift. It, well, one I'm of sure them one of them knows used, about you know, rehab. <laughs> well, that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly, though, the last I saw, the uh, the location number two that uh, documents were found at is a, uh, is a residence that um, said rehabbing addict um, claims is not only his house, but where he has lived for a long time and had readily access to the garage where the car and, and papers were, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then of course he also wow. had, you know, uh, contacts with foreign governments one could make that leap of logic and say that maybe there was a little peaky peaky and a little speaky speaky. I'm just saying. Nope, nothing wrong here. Mm-mm, move it along now. Everything's just fine. Have an ice cream cone. But I've been told by reliable sources, i.e. the two guys I talked to on the show, that uh, the current attorney general has assigned a Trump appointee to be the special prosecutor for this. Right. And as you pointed out, not that that necessarily means anything, but right, right. You know, we're in what day are we in for the new Congress? Day four now, Chief. That is correct, sir. And we're still seeing some good things happening. We're still seeing uh, uh, Speaker of the House McCarthy do what he said he was going to do. I mean, four days in a row—that's a long run for a politician. Yeah, I'm surprised and he hasn't day, burst into flame. Day one was a surprise to me, so you know. <laughs> the mere fact not... <clears throat> that he showed up and didn't uh, say, I lied to all of you, what are you going to do about it? 
Well, the problem there's Off already right. Well, there's already one Republican who did that. It's kind of hard, you know. It's a, it kind of stole his mojo, you know. Who was that guy? Well, what is that guy's name? I can't even think of it right now. Gates. No, no. He he basically lied to to his constituents and and um, you know made all these claims which turned out not to be true and now he has an ethics investigation. If you want to know the true story, just go to MSNBC or CNN because that's all they're talking about. You oh, can't, the New is, York guy? Is he New York? Yeah. Santos. That's his name. Yes. Santos. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you know. Yeah, and they said, said corrupt politicians. To, so they said, hard. you need to resign. And he said words I, I can't say on the podcast. Well, he did say that if a 146 people from his from his uh, district ask him to resign, he will. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, they've already got that <laughs> that thing up on. Uh, what is where's the where do you put your um... ballotpedia? Ballotpedia would do it. No, no, the government put one of those things together. They got a website you can go to and put up, you know, things to vote on. Maybe it's it called came... NoTam, in which case it's not up. <laughs> ever again oh man that was scary i gotta tell you guys it's nothing like being out of town and, and and finding out the day before you're supposed to travel no planes in the air <laughs> what that i mean was, i know wow. this surprised both of you but it does not surprise me well because no, you you're an inside reason. baseball guy when it comes to that stuff Nin- 1989 through 1996 or seven yeah mm-hmm I was helping to build the new air traffic control system, which, by the way, hasn't been updated since then. So they were, wow. they were using 19, 1960s uh, uh, mainframe technology. Oh, for the love of which God. I, and I can confirm this because when I worked for a small company that I know they would purchase through, we had to... Uh, even though the hardware didn't exist, we had to downgrade and give them like Windows 98 to Windows XP machines, even though it was like 2005. Oh, man. Okay, so I love my mother, our number one fan, and I love to go visit her, but now I'm literally going to be terrified every time I walk onto a plane. I mean, here's the thing. The the system that went down is called NOTAM. It stands for it should, it should be notice. called no work. It 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 stands for notice to airmen. Right. Now they went woke and they changed it to notice to something air gender air no, notice to air mission, which is well, I'm just gonna call it. it that's a stupid change. Got if you it. wanted to change it and get the word men out of there, you could have just called it notice to pilots. No but the reason why you can't do that, which I know Crutch is well aware of, hmm. uh, when you make database links <laughs> to a particular name and then change the name, Mm-mm-mm. what happens to said database? More likely than not, they hard-coded that crud. So, yeah. There's no more likely than not. <laughs> I saw the old software. The system that we replaced in the mid nineties mm-hmm. was written in assembly and Hello. COBOL. Okay, I'm one out Co- of two. COBOL. Mm. Just want to let that sink in. What wait? I know I'm sorry. Why would you You mean both together? 
Yeah, in oh, some okay. cases. So, sure. so, so, like the machine level stuff was assembly, and the business logic was COBOL. Yeah. Okay. Which does kind of make sense if you're in the '60s and '70s, even the '80s. I th- and e- mm. even then, mm. if you if you had COBOL skills, mm. they wanted you really bad. They they needed those people. So you know what they rewrote the new system in? Um, fourth. Ada. Excellent. Absolutely. Because everybody knows that one. I I know Ada. I do too, which is frightening. We're both old. I know. It's tr- it's horrible. You're you're not missing a whole <laughs> lot, Chief, really. Um but <clears throat> I mean, so so what this system does is pretty simple. You know that every day, um, like think about if you're near a military base, like like one of the missile test ranges out west. Mm-hmm. So when they're going to run tests, they create restricted airspace. That's going to be, you know, today and tomorrow, we're launching missiles out at White Sands. Here are the coordinates you have to stay away from. Sure. And you want that stuff timely. You need that timely. And the way they used to do it is pilots would all, they had call centers all over the country. Mm -hmm. And they had a mainframe centralized database where you would call in and they would make recordings. They do that as, they used to do that as well with the weather. Mm Mm-hmm. But that was done at each airport, you know, because if you're in L.A., you don't really care what the weather's like in New York. Well, of course not. Well, not always. Unless you're flying. No. Yeah. No. Um, And so as a pilot, you would call in before your flight and you would get the latest information. I've got to hope that they've upgraded it somehow so you don't have to have the call centers anymore. They... I, I believe I read that they did that. That would be nice. But it's got to be running on those old databases. I can almost guarantee it. And, um, and you know, we have, um, we have Mayor Pete running the show for the, for the uh, Department of Transportation. So nothing's going to get done there because, uh, let's useless. see, I'm going to try. He's, he, <laughs> well, the problem I have with Mayor Pete is he's incompetent. Right. Yeah. This is a man who, when he was mayor, couldn't get the potholes filled in the small Midwestern city. Mm-hmm. Well, he can't get the planes to fly either. We've proven that twice in the last little while. And boy, oh boy, didn't he crow when, oh, it's Southwest's fault. We're going to hold them accountable. He at least did say today, well, we're going to hold ourselves accountable. Great. What are you going to do about it, Mayor Pete? Uh, you would probably know go on maternity leave again. Yeah, you wouldn't know a computer from a toaster. You sure? That's pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure to. Uh, I I watch a, a YouTube channel about golden retrievers called Tucker Budson, <laughs> and Tucker's always talking about his fellow dogs will do something stupid, and he'll go, he'll go, he dumb. <laughs> That's the problem is with Mayor Pete. He dumb. Uh, he's in. He's he dumb was, and he was the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, right? Correct. Uh, yeah. The the home of uh, the uh, University of Notre Dame. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I you ran into a... a whole bunch of students from that school today. Uh, I would have to say half of my flight was uh, the um, University of Notre Dame swim and dive team. Did and they sing the fight song or anything? Thankfully, no. No, they did. <laughs> uh, they did kind of tick me off a little bit at uh, baggage uh, collection. Um, so, um 
you you guys have been to BWI Airport, and I'm sure you've flown back into it, and you know where baggage uh, retrieval is. You know, they've got the, basically, I think there's like seven of those things, and there's not a lot of room in between, you know? No. So imagine, if you will, at least 100. I'm not kidding you. At least 100 kids with all of their bags, and as they pull their bag off of the conveyor belt, they just plop it down in the middle of the walkway, and you're, you know, I'm I'm trying to roll three pieces of luggage through the collegiate minefield. So um, they're uh, competing with the uh, Naval Academy and with Rutgers tomorrow in a swim meet. And I hope they all get beaten to a person. But that's, just me, being, that's just me being petty. Yes, go Navy. Beat Notre Dame. That, I mean, you, see, you're nicer than I am. I would just start kicking crap out of my way. <laughs> Well, okay, I am, I'm not the tallest person there, and apparently being a diver is, is preferential for you to be tall. So was, <clears throat> I felt like I was, you know, in the land of Mordor. <laughs> you're, you're built like a brick outhouse, dude. Just knock through them. Well, that's not true. not a problem. That's true. Jason Statham was a diver. Was he really? Yes, he was. Wow. So you don't need to be tall. Good point. And uh, and I have I can attest to the goon, uh, not dealing with things the way that you do, Crutch. I I saw him stare people down, and and it looked like he actually wanted them to do something, <laughs> or say something. <laughs> Please make my day. <laughs> yes. That's what's going through my head. I that that's what I hear in my brain. Go ahead, make my day, punk. I've only had one opportunity to do that in, in my entire life. Luckily, it turned out well, and the other one person blinked, because I was pretty sure I was going to get my butt kicked if he didn't. I'm going to inflict yeah. damage, even if I get my butt kicked. Oh, yeah. I, I don't I won't, care. I won't, go, I won't go down without a fight. I might I might take half of you with me, but, you know. So. What, We're that? old enough now that if they're a young person, bust a limb. See how that helps. Oh, yeah. Side, of, side of the down. knee. First place I go. Oh. <laughs> It's funny you said that. My because it's been <laughs> kind of limpy for the rest of your life. Yeah. What? It's a rainy, damp day, and my knees are really feeling it. Oh, I'm sorry. We were we were doing class, and the instructor said to me during during the warm up during stretching, mm -hmm. he goes, uh, "You're not doing the virtual jump rope," and I'm like, "Yeah, my my knees really hurt." So instead of you know jumping with both feet at once i was kind of hopping from one to the other because that way only one hurt at a time <clears throat> you were and doing, I could, you were doing boxer jumps. <laughs> i kind of was <laughs> i, I kind of was it, it was and i felt bad but but it um yeah it really hurt i'm sorry i'm sorry this is I, happening to you Ah, <laughs> uh, that's okay hey <clears throat> guess guess what we got here at uh, state lagoon manor running water we do have running water, but we awesome. had that before. Okay. Um, I now have a manual transfer switch from my generator. <laughs> I Little suddenly have this the... picture in my head of Igor at the board waiting for the message from Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> yes, master. Throw the switch. Throw the switch, hurricane. <laughs> Or, or we, as we were talking earlier, the scene from uh, the old movie Metropolis, which, of course, nobody knows the reference. It's okay. 
the uh, I want a Jacob's ladder right on top of this switch. Oh, that would be awesome. So that when we go to generator, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the hurricane's gonna 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 put a big negative on that one. You know, she she doesn't. She's not always in favor of my project. She true. just doesn't share your enthusiasm over certain aspects that may, in fact, set the house on fire. And, and you know, I'm all thrilled about this very technical thing. And, yeah, she, she couldn't care less. She's making me write her instructions on if the power goes out while she's uh, uh, here working, what she has to do to to, to get back online. Coon, giant switches are cool. <laughs> I see. I knew you would see it my way. I'm, I'm know, surprised that that that, uh, that the chief doesn't have one. He's in you know in Texas. It should be even bigger. Uh, eight o'clock. Oh, yeah. He's just not bragging. Eight o'clock Saturday, you know. eight o'clock Saturday morning. I'm going to simulate a power outage. <laughs> Test everything. So I'm saving that, that as I'm saving that as a surprise. What do you think? Um, uh, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need the frying pan sound because you're going to get one to the side of the head. If I'm lucky, that's all I'll get. <laughs> Probably be a few things I won't be getting either. So oxygen. <laughs> Hurricane turns into Robert De Niro. <laughs> oh, that would be eight o'clock. You said. <laughs> I'm yeah. just. I'll wait yeah. for the phone call. <laughs> Are you, you see are her you saying that hurricane is trans? Like, no. Wait, what? Nero, I, I don't. Well, that's <laughs> you said turning into Robert De Niro, so I'm like, wait, <clears> you do? in personality, not in gender. Oh, you did not say that. It's what I meant. I think I it would be safe to assume <laughs> that he did nope. not mean that, Chief. I, look, <laughs> 2023, man. I, I I make no assumptions anymore. Oh. Ooh, speaking of which, did you guys see uh, some reporter was reporting to Andrea Mitchell and he had spoken to a pro-life protester and Andrea Mitchell got very upset. The fact that, you know, this person called themselves pro-life and the reporter without missing a beat. Well, that's how she identified herself. Wait. Oh, no. You can't break the on the rule about people who identify themselves. So if I identify myself as a potted plant, you better get some water. <laughs> and you can I count on going... MSNBC for that. Yeah, good times. <clears throat> a potted plant, nice. Thank you very That's much. That's very nice. So, have you heard of the trans canine? <laughs> I think we call those furries. No, no furries are different. Okay. So first, goon, is this? I have I have not, and and I'm my the canine protective force is nowhere near, so they won't be hearing any of this. <laughs> okay, trans so, canine. I'm I'm yeah. I'm intrigued and scared all at the same time. There's there was a female human who identified as trans canine, and then purported to show videos on her OF website, you know, page mm-hmm. of female and canine activity. Oh, no. And, and when when she was reported, mm-hmm. uh, her, her page was shut down 
and she was fired from her job. And wow. her two her two responses were, "I'm trans canine. This is what normal dogs do." And then the second thing was, uh, "You kept saying that I have autonomy over my body and can put whatever I want inside it, and yet now you're upset." <laughs> As much as the the whole conversation has turned into an ew, um, <laughs> her logic is sound within the within the chaos that has been generated by the alphabet community. Um, so yeah, uh, how how do how do you disagree with her? Why is why is her particular form of of self identification um, any better worse or different than anything else people do and as much you know it's one of those <laughs> i'm finding myself you know on the one hand going ew and on the other hand defending her you know though kind of so kind of like the you know the when 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 racists go out and speak i hate what they say but you gotta defend their right to say it you know so she's playing by the rules so I remember when I was a kid, and I wonder if Swamp Fox will remember this. There was a kid who lived up on, and Swamp Fox, he lived up on New Road, and he rode the same bus that we all took to school. It was short. It was easy to find him. <laughs> he, he, he thought he was a cat. <laughs> and, and I think about, you know, we were like, yeah, that's the kind of weird kid who thinks he's a cat. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, would he would be celebrated, and you would be required to appreciate and promote him. I mean, I hope he got the help he needs, but that's not <clears throat> yep. how we look at it today, is it? Nope. It's it's scary. It's like the other morning, I accidentally washed my hair with the dog shampoo. <laughs> is it all I, fluffy now? I, I, did, I did. No, it's a little I, rough I actually, around the edges. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, you know, I mean, I guess I got my hair clean, but I feel like I'm such a good boy. Such a good boy. Look at you, good boy, good boy. Oh, boy. Did, did, did Hurricane just pat you on the head all day? Here you go, good biscuit. A biscuit. Oh, biscuit. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I feel bad for you guys sometimes. I do anything. I do anything for a donut, and for some of this. Oh, by the way, I finally got my Christmas gift, which I accidentally left at uh, Fire Marshal Bill and uh, Goonchild's uh, domicile. Ah, it takes that uh, long the, to ship things from uh, very, very no, far West Maryland. No, no, they have they they have things to do in lives, and they couldn't get it to me till then. They and it was my no, own. They were using fault. it right. They were using it. Really didn't want to give it up. I get it. I told them that they could try it. Fire <laughs> Marshal Bill was very excited to try it, and I hope he did. Should I ask what uh, it is before the conversation gets weird? Yes. Okay, what is it's, it? <laughs> it's it's Fireman, Fireman's Coffee Company Black Cherry Bourbon Coffee. It's non-alcoholic. But you get the whole bourbon flavor. You Tell you what, you bring a cup over tomorrow to my building, and I'll give you some. Are you leaving now? Just, I'm trying to spell. <laughs> no, I'm trying to spell bourbon. B o u r bourbon. There it is. Coffee. Yep. 
Yeah, look up <clears throat> Fireman's Coffee Company because they're. Um, I can't spell Fireman's. That was the thing they were upset about. Funny. Okay. You know, cherry uh, I, bourbon uh, infused. Oh my lord in heaven! Yes. What a yeah. wonderful oh, concept. Oh, oh my god, it's good. Did so? You, are you looking at their website? I am. Firedeptcoffee.com. I'll include yes. the link, folks. You know, yes. For the, and, for those of uh, you who share my particular addiction. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, at the coffee at the firehouse, coffee is it's strong. Yes. And you it's drink a lot of it. And uh, apparently these guys are retired uh, firefighters and uh, a portion of the money goes toward um supporting families whose uh, whose uh, e- EMS basically first responders families mm-hmm. that got injured. Very nice. To help them through while their uh, while their loved one gets better. Very cool. I'll buy I'll buy coffee and uh, support that all day long. Oh, absolutely. Yep, black cherry bourbon infused. Whew. I'm not really you a cherry fan, but I bet you it tastes wonderful. It it is really good, and you can distinctly taste both the cherry and the kind of smokiness of the bourbon. Wow. And it's um exerting a lot of privilege here with your your tasting and everything. <laughs> it's just, very good coffee, cheap. You could have it because it's not <clears throat> alcoholic. Yeah, but but it's no coffee. Uh, that's Number right. One, you don't like. Well, so here's the thing. I it's not that I don't like coffee. It's just that I don't taste uh, coffee. Well, that <laughs> that goes without saying. I don't, I, I try not, try not to ingest artificial caffeine. That's what I don't do. So why? It's like, wait, 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 I'll hold, hold the phone. What's artificial about the caffeine and coffee? That it's, uh, it's a stimulant that is uh, outside of, now it's like, okay, would I chew coffee beans? No. Why? Because what, what would I be getting out of that? I'd be getting... Okay, so so so, give me an example of caffeine you would ingest. No, I just uh, no. I, I he doesn't I ingest artificial stimulants. Okay, yes, I, I I try to avoid. What kind of natural stimulants do you ingest? <laughs> I'm I'm curious. I'm trying to figure out the delineation here. Uh, vitamin B, vitamin D, those are natural stimulants uh, that come from fruits and vegetables. The whole thing is, I look. I was on. I would drink a ton of Mountain Dew when I was little. And then I was like 2006, I gave it up, and I had never experienced such sharp headaches before. And uh, as the Siberian Express put it, this is what withdrawal is like. And I said, I will never do this again. Ah, and okay. thus I have. Yeah. I, I, I will never that. have this problem because I will never withdraw. <laughs> Yeah. I uh, I also gave up Mountain Dew about that amount of time, but it was because I I created a lot of trouble for myself. Uh-oh. Okay, you can't just I stop gave, there. <laughs> I gave Mountain Dew to uh, the goon child when she was like four. Oops. And you're still why? alive. Look at you. I, I thought, uh, I, I don't know why, because she wanted some. That's why. <laughs> and she ran around like a cartoon. <laughs> Hurricane was very displeased with with me. I was. She came home and I was just watching her run around the living room. Zoop, zoop, zoop. What did you do? I gave her this. 
So <laughs> if you if she wanted crack, would you have given that to her as well? No. Be sure. Can't. Cause... <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you can't buy that in a grocery store. Yet. Just something you could, <laughs> just something you get in a grocery store. That's right. If it's in a grocery store, it's okay for you. So she said she said something like "want that," and I went, "Okay, here." <laughs> uh, have you been to grocery stores in California? I beg to differ. Uh, grocery <laughs> grocery stores in Florida sell wine by the box, so yeah, I'm I'm good, man. <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy. How was your Not How more. was your trip? Uh, it was um, it was it was good. We um. Uh, for, you know, for those of you who have been under a rock for the last two months, <clears throat> my father passed away beginning of November. And about three weeks ago, my uh, my mom got the notification that the um, gravestone had been um, completed and, and put in place. Uh, at, for those who don't know, at um, military memorial um cemeteries they you know they bury you and then they come back and put the headstone in place because it usually takes a little while to get that carved up and everything and they had had it in place and um weird series of events that made it very easy um this place is huge like thousands upon thousands of of uh, souls are buried there and um my mom has a lady who comes and cleans the pool every two weeks and it's Tuesday, and we're getting ready to go to... If um, I can interrupt one thing, that sure. sounds a little privileged, don't you think, Chief? She's 87 well, I mean, years old. I a think, pool cleaning lady. I, I think it's okay for somebody 87 to get somebody to clean the pool. I'm not I'm not suggesting that your mom is privileged. The number one fan is not. It's, it's you I blame for this. Of course, right, because I bought their house and, and gave them and that, the house with a pool. And, it's, of course, and it's now Crutch continues. Thanks. Thanks. Buzzkill. You're welcome. Anyway. <laughs> so so the very nice lady you know is uh is talking to my mom and she says hey um my ex-husband's brother who i still talk to um is a vet and had done uh wreaths across america at christmas time at the the cemetery where we were headed and i told him to be on the lookout and he found my dad's um gravestone and he took a picture and he sent the picture to my mom and i was looking at this picture and on first thing i noticed about the picture is it's surrounded by sand not grass and i thought hmm that's odd um but made total sense once we got there so you know we we go to the to the cemetery and they say okay you got to go to area four well area four is easily 300 feet by 300 feet and it is almost completely full I mean, there are literally hundreds of, of stones. Now, what we didn't realize is that the ID numbers on the back of each stone, if we just turned around and looked at the back of the stones, and they're in numeric order, so you could say, well, I'm looking for stone, you know, 1103, and I'm sitting in the, in the 800s, and I know I've got to go farther down, right? Oh. But I remember seeing sand, and I'm like, well, wait a second. At the far end of zone four, there's a lake. So I ran down the, the walkway left my mom standing there i said don't move because if this is a bad idea i don't want you walking all the way down and all the way back <clears throat> got down there i found this one little patch that was still sandy lo and behold there it was so 
the the kind of you know what were the odds that you know the pool lady would show up that day that would have a brother-in-law ex-brother-in-law who just happened to take a picture we we would have been there for hours looking for the thing not realizing you know the the number thing so i thought that was um a little sign from above to make the job a little easier we got to see got to see dad um my wife however has uh has come up with a new hobby. I think she's doing it to help a friend of hers. One of her former co-workers actually owns property in Florida. And um, she's like, you know, everybody down there has to get a fancy mailbox. And um, there are some mailboxes, folks, in southwest Florida. Um, even after the storm, I think people were fixing their mailboxes before anything else. Um, there are mailboxes that look like manatees, that look like starfish, that look like seahorses, um, alligators, lighthouses. Uh, one guy hadn't gotten around to fixing his mailbox, so it was sitting on top of a trash can over upside down. It was just about the right height, so I guess the mailman was okay with it. Um, so uh, my, my beloved wife has been taking pictures of all of these, um, these uh, mailboxes for her friend. And I'm thinking to myself... We need to make a coffee table book. Mailboxes of Southwest Florida. I think it'll be a. I think it'll be a, a hit. I'm. I think you'll do well with it. We had a guy uh, growing up uh, uh, up there in, in New England, who had uh, a regular mailbox and then one on a really tall pole, like like fifteen twenty feet high, mm-hmm. and and on the t- and it was up on top of that pole and it said airmail. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you put you put mail in there. That's impressive. That's right, and flip the little flag up. You know. Yeah, we we actually had a lot of people really mad at us because the speed limit is already slow on these roads, like twenty thirty miles an hour, and we're going. And I'm you know my wife is in the back seat on the passenger side, hanging out the window like she's a Vietnam War war correspondent, taking pictures. As I, as I do drive-bys because we can't come to a complete stop because I got traffic behind me. We had a couple of people pass us on the wrong side of the road, honk, look. It's really bad when you're getting honked at by people twice your age and I'm 60, you know. Um, yeah, it, was, it, was pretty, it was pretty funny, though. But um, that was, yeah, that was, that was kind of fun. But there was one part of uh, this trip that really is a, a little annoying. Now, my, um, my mother has... Uh, has a COPD and um, she has a really bad reaction whenever she smells perfume. Now, as you might notice, people who are elderly wear a lot more perfume. So she can't really go to church all that often. And since my dad has passed, she really hasn't wanted to go in person. <clears throat> so luckily her church um, has been doing a streaming service. Now I know both of you guys are associated with with um, um, religious organizations that are, have gotten very much into modern technology and streaming. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's a great way. It's a great outreach. It's easy to get to shut-ins. Not that I'm suggesting the number one fan is a shut-in, but hey, you know, it does make it a little easier, right? Yep. Well, it apparently. Do, it does. It's it's nice yeah. to be able to get up and get your cup of a, of a cherry bourbon coffee <laughs> and just sit and, and watch. Do you, do you put them on pause or do you do you let them talk while you're getting the coffee? I uh, I, I joked with our pastor 
that when he says something in the sermon that I don't understand and I'm at home, mm -hmm. I can pause him and back up a little bit and go, what did he say? <laughs> and he was like, do you do that a lot? I go, some weeks, yeah. <laughs> it's, But it's a nice thing, right? You know? Yeah. So um, apparently the the pastor of my, my mother's church um, has gotten quite the following online, so much so that people from other countries are watching and they're sending money and gifts. Well, apparently the bishop found out about this and um, I'm just going to say, you know what? Seems to me a little bit of a case of jealousy here. The bishop has ordered him to stop the whole streaming service. Could have ordered him to stop receiving, not, not stop accepting the gifts, but um, no, no, we're just going to stop it all because I don't want you to be too popular. And I thought to myself, I may not be the greatest of biblical scholars, but I'm pretty sure avarice is one of the seven deadly sins, isn't it? Yep. We only got one command anyway. If you go through the whole Bible, there's only one thing we're really supposed to do. Hmm. Make disciples of the entire earth. Yeah. So, make, so that, what was he doing what wrong again, do. guys? Yeah. N n nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, this is, uh, I'm, everyone is supposed to, one, be able to think for themselves. So when someone gives you an order that is directly against uh, scripture, you're supposed to ignore well, like any good military organization, they do have, um, you know, rules for ousting you. Um, I think there was are a... They uh, are <laughs> are a, they going to uh, send those guards in the jammies to him? Hey, to... those those uniforms were designed by um, Leonardo. And I don't mean the Ninja Turtle. Okay. So they're styling, they like... man. They're just styling, you know. <laughs> okay. Can you can you post a picture on the website? Let's see what our fans say. Of the Swiss Guard? Sure. Yeah. That's an easy. That's an Jammies. easy. Jammies. Jammies. <laughs> well, you know what? At least they weren't hiding secret documents. At least I don't think so. Next to their Corvettes. <laughs> Next to their Corvettes. Because that's safe there. Because nobody touches a Corvette, man. <laughs> hey, why not? Not even, not even Corn Pop? No, and Corn Pop was a mean dude. He is a bad dude. That's bad true. Dude. I, I'd heard that. <laughs> you had to, in order to get his attention, you had to hit him with a chain. Apparently, <laughs> I think he was just a little insensitive. I'm just saying, you know. God, <laughs> this is this is where we are, guys. This is the word. This is the world we're in now. I uh, I don't even have to. I don't even have to try. To make up commercials for stuff like this, I know the stuff just writes there's, itself. There's, there's no effort. I start Wait, writing. The goose like, job yeah. has gotten easier. Oh well, <laughs> we wouldn't want you to have to work too hard, everybody. You'll, uh, you'll see what I mean later. I'm going to see what you mean right now because um, we've been here. Oh, I, I've passed my what I refer to as the Mister Browning threshold, and um, you know this is above this threshold. We don't get nasty grams from Mister Browning. Um, so I've I've provided the sanitized version of how I imagine that conversation with the bishop going. Okay. 
which is in the which is in the chat for you. <laughs> wow. Talk to the hand. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'll include that. That's lovely. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much how that conversation probably went. Yep. So I hope so, because uh this is this is sad that, you know, we have we have people where ego is more important than the actual mission. And if that is the case, then that person shouldn't be in a position of power. Or they should watch uh something that showed them what exactly happened to the Pharisees because there's a reason we don't hear about them anymore. <clears throat> yeah, isn't it amazing that there are no more Pharisees um in you know in, in modern Ju- Judaism? I don't think there are there. Uh, or Sadducees. Or Sadducees. Nope, right? They're they're gone. <laughs> Bye bye. Oh. I was going to actually do a lookup as to when animal sacrifices uh, officially ended, mm-hmm. because as you can see in some you of the Judaism, you Judaism. Well, because no. I'm pretty sure they haven't ended. You know what I mean? There's always somebody out there. You know, yeah. It it in I think it's Michigan. The local state legislature just uh, approved that it can be back in action, which is what wow. prompted my uh, my when did this end? Because as we know, there was supposed to be one final sacrifice and then that was over. But when did the Jews actually stop? Because for them, it shouldn't have. Um, the year 70 CE, when the Romans put down the Jewish revolt and de- destroyed the temple. Well, there is a group that kind of wants to bring all of that back. It's called the, I think it's called the Red Heifer Society. I'll, oh, I'll look it up tomorrow and send it to you. Yeah. Do, you do you know about them, Chief? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, you you know the significance of Red Heifer in uh, Revelations, right? Yeah. Yeah, so w- with that and uh, you being a New Englander, you see that... The Red uh, Heifer is a female bovine which has never been pregnant or milked or yoked, also known as the Red Cow. Cow brought for uh, okay, well, in, uh, in New England, mm-hmm. I think it's specifically Massachusetts, it, where that would be the weirdest state. So, red heifer and third time, to- third temple and end time prophecy. Oh, yeah, there we go. The uh, <laughs> yeah. the Satan is held, uh, what is it, Lucicon, <laughs> and it, it was the largest gathering of you know anti-christians oh, ever i thought it would have been the largest grouping of women who pulled footballs away from guys named charlie brown no because it's lucifer convention as opposed to lucy con got it be a good name for a cat wouldn't it lucifer <laughs> you, you try that out see how it goes <laughs> oh Showcat just walked out on me. She looked at me, made a kind of disgusted face, and left. Yes. Well, maybe, maybe we we should probably stop there. There you go. All righty, folks. Well, uh, before the conversation, you know, devolves into us needing to pour, pour salt all the way around the entire stadium, um, we're going to uh, bid you all fond farewell. 
And uh, thank you once again for listening to our show. We love the fact that you listen to our show. Please contact us, especially if you want to talk about LucyCon and things of that nature. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and with that... Don't. Hey. <laughs> Let me just put that out there right now. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and with that, a word from our sponsors. Tonight's episode brought to you in part by Incompetence Airlines. The new airline run by Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Finally using honesty, Mayor Pete tells you the truth about himself. He wasn't skilled enough to fix the potholes in a small city in Indiana, and his airline won't be able to get you off the ground. Look at his track record in the Department of Transportation. He is totally inept and wants your business. And Jewel and Joe's Library Service. Got a document? Want it stored? DJ has got you covered. He will put it in his garage next to his Corvette. Remember, DJ is just like you. He has a Corvette, too. And Happy Poles Cheap Shot Commercial Service. Sometimes the absurdity of our elected life forms overwhelms the goon, and the cheap shots flow like cheap beer at a fraternity house. Goon will get back to being more clever next week. In the meantime, he's happy to create cheap shots for you, too, for a price, of course, from Goon, the one who cares. Swimming with the Fish is produced by Happy Pole, LLC. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.